Okay, so apparently there were some sound difficulties. Please let me know right now if it is better. I think I fixed it. Yes, Nick has given me the thumbs up down in the gulag. Thank you, Nick. Very, very good. So excellent. Real quick. Sorry about the, um, the intro there. What I was saying was, we get the opportunity to talk with Nick Wildstar again, who's running for the governor of California, uh, governor for the state of California in the special election to recall Gruesome Newsome. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say about that. Before we can get into Nick real quick, uh, let's go through our sponsors, which is very amazing. Real quick, um, we have something that I want to address real fast mobile auto repair service this is not a sponsor of the show this is just something that i am voluntarily doing because this man is volunteering his time for other people and it's fantastic road service tune-ups and maintenance service and repair affordable pricing excellent customer service quality workmanship coming to soon to a neighborhood near you greasy porcupines mobile auto repair service so check that out that's alex flores I will have a, uh, a a brief description coming up the next couple episodes. Again, he's not technically a sponsor of the show, but he is volunteering his own money and time and effort. So I want to highlight him, and um, and I will get more specifics and details on that very soon. More Province K two Realty, your home is your sanctuary. As a second generation real estate agent. Laura Province knows the importance of helping her clients navigate through the home buying and or selling process. Whether you're buying your first home, a second investment property, or seeking the dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. Laura, thank you very much for sponsoring the show. Time for 52.com that everybody knows and everybody loves. If you don't know him and you don't love him, get to know him and you'll love him. It's that simple. Tom for 52.com. That's T O M F O R 52.com. There's no quit in Queter. Thomas Daniel Queter for Senate in the state of New York, the 52nd district. Go check him out. Go help him out. Very important. Vid debate. Vid debate app is designed to give users the ability. Users the ability to use their God given right of free speech to post up to three minute videos on the topic of the day. Every day, VidDebate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics from pop culture to politics. Please go check out VidDebate. The designer of that is the vice chair for the Mississippi Libertarian Party. His name is Brian Lamar. Please check out VidDebate. There's actually a lot of noise around VidDebate right now. Uh, so please go check that out. The ads are running across Facebook. Uh, people are joining left and right. It's pretty freaking phenomenal. And so check out Vid Debate. Ashley Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. And on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Again, that's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Thank you, Ashley, also for sponsoring the show. So, with that being said, let's get to it. Nick Wildstar running for the governor of the state of California. Let's bring him on. Nick. Hey, there we go. I got to drive a little bit. All right. <laughs> What's up, man? What's that? I said, what's up? I'm nothing much. I didn't miss anything. Did I? Not too much, hopefully. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You didn't You didn't miss anything. I started a little late to uh, make sure that we were all good. All so right. how are you? Let me boost my light here. Uh, there we go. 
love the uh better on that green background yeah yeah i love the green screen there we go (laughs) yeah i gotta show this off while i can you know what i'm saying i i am in the uh gubernatorial election for this uh special election but i'm still running for governor in 2022 if the fuzziness goes away but (laughs) i actually kind of like that oh yeah it's like uh an effect there we go flowing yeah it's an effect (laughs) aesthetically pleasing (laughs) right so what are things like uh with you over there with this i know things are crazy and chaotic running for governor for the state of california how's life been for you lately been a bit crazy you know what i'm saying uh i have been doing as much touring throughout the state as uh i could afford to do not only with the uh, amount of campaign funds that i have available but the amount of time um each weekend i've had an event uh this weekend i was i'm at the fresno or was since it's now over uh, was at the uh, fresno gun show um the weekend before that i was in um santa cruz for a republican convention uh next weekend i'll be at another gun show and uh so i'm just doing as much as i can each and every week to get my name out there and of course meet people face to face and um introduce myself so um i have a few debates this week lined up you know have a few interviews as well including this one so thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chat with me so, uh, as I said, pretty much just filling up my schedule since that election is a week away. A week away. And yeah, absolutely. Thank you for taking time out of your ridiculous schedule right now to come on and talk to us. But, you know, I uh, I had to message you and be like, hey, look, when's the election? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's right around the corner. I said, oh, right, right well, around we- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to carve out time for you immediately. So that's why we're doing the Sunday special, y'all. You know, we don't usually go live, but we got my man, Nick Wildstar, here tonight who is running for governor of California. And um, and that election is in a blink of an eye, like quite literally. So let me ask you, Nick. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Alex Flores, I uh, talked to him personally earlier today. He wanted to tell... He wanted me to tell you what's up. Uh, Travis Bull Johnson, he also wanted to give you a shout out and say what's up. All and right. So, yeah. Well, thanks. But yeah, yeah. You got a big, uh, a big following, a big fan base, lots of support. So what is it like? I know what we hear with the polls, right? We just don't I, – I personally, you know, I don't speak for anybody but myself. I don't trust polls. What is it like <laughs> for you on the ground? Not too. Right. <laughs> it's a valid reason not to. Exactly. What is it like for you hearing the people of California talk about this uh, this special election? Well, they seem to have the same response as you do. They don't trust the polls either. I mean, nice. uh, the last presidential election made people even more skeptical than ever about our electoral process, not only about the elections themselves, but the people that provide the information to supposedly keep the voters informed, you know? Um, So in speaking to people, they are seeing the polling information. They are noticing a bit how one-sided it is by only um, representing a few of the artists, or a few of the artists, a few of the candidates. (laughs) Uh, that's how I feel like, man. Like we're all artists trying to get a a damn um, record deal here, <laughs> right? American Idol or something like that. So <laughs> we're all trying to show off our talents to get the deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, they're seeing the polling information, and they are seeing how they're only cherry picking a few candidates to be represented. And then, of course, um, the amount of people that are in those polls. I mean, uh, they talk about front runners in those polls, even though the majority of people that have taken them um, have voted undecided or none of the above, you know? So those are really the poll leaders right there is the people choosing none of the above. But the participants has been less than a thousand, you know, 
you check out the amount of people that are participating, it's maybe a few hundred people, but we have over 20 million voters, registered voters in California. Not all of them, you know, will participate in the election, but um, the great majority of them that I've spoken with uh, are just seeing the media outlet as being uh, another tool to the mainstream establishment to manipulate this election in some way, even in just public opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, isn't that what uh, the media does, right? They, they persuade and dissuade and manipulate the information that is coming out. I did see a poll on your page. I think it was on Twitter that showed that, uh, um, what was it, maybe all the independent, or I'm not sure what the uh, the – who all was involved with the poll, but you were like 70 something percent and everybody else was like <laughs> single digits. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I have the people running their own independent polls on Twitter, you know, on social media by way of email with their own uh, private group. And in doing so that I've been included in those polls and I'm actually ahead when it comes to those independent polls. So if yep. more were conducted and I was included in asking people, you know, who would you vote for out of these candidates, then I'm pretty sure that I would poll a lot higher. But um, since the majority of those polls do cost money, uh, I actually spoke with right. someone earlier today about running a poll for the campaign. And I was quoted about seven to $10,000. And that's <laughs> just to run it. Uh, a small poll, you know, to have uh, the numbers provided to me before the end of the week. And I definitely don't have that amount of money in campaign funds, but there are candidates that are spending that amount, if not more, just so they can have that camp uh, poll information published uh, to promote their yep. campaign. So it's all about money, unfortunately. Yep. Um, it's pay to play. Not only with polling, but with, um, you know, exposure through the mainstream media. People think when they see a candidate, you know, during the news segment that uh, they're being profiled by that news station. No, that candidate bought their way onto that stage. It's airtime. Exactly. Um, so a lot of people don't know the ins and outs of campaigning, you know, more like we do you know, just to see how it's more so a money-making venture for all of those people involved, including the ones that claim to want to help the people in the community, like the candidates themselves. There are a few that got exposed for being grifters and have lost, you know, a great deal of supporters along the way. Um, so I've been coming in as kind of like the middleman, the one that's really the grassroots candidate that's being um funded by crowdsourcing crowdfunding right. and um am getting that support from the community there so i'm very hopeful to see what will happen come election day uh at the gun show today i met a lot of people a ma majority of people that i met still had not voted so that says a lot wow and makes me extremely hopeful because if they do end up supporting my campaign it's a possibility uh i could definitely walk up with an upset that would be amazing. And so um, on a nationwide level, right? No, you're good. Um, on a nationwide basis or level, what what can we do all across the country? And obviously, we can donate to the campaign. I'd like you to give me your uh, campaign website for donations and all that. But what else can we do besides getting your face and name and voice out there? That's mainly the ticket. I mean, we got to do the job that the media is refusing to do, and that's really provide more information to the people of California about my candidacy, let them know that I'm on the ballot because a lot of people are asking me, you know, what, you're uh, running for 2022? No, I'm on the ballot for the recall. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm pro promoting my 2022 candidacy because we still have a gubernatorial or regularly scheduled gubernatorial election next year. Um, so whoever right. wins only has one year in office to show and prove as to why they should be re-elected uh, re come next year. So 
Uh, thankfully, we won't have to go through the recall process again if they happen to end up being a dictator like Gruesome Newsom here. Um, but it again is an opportunity for us to try something new, you know, um, in That's those um, regularly scheduled elections, the candidates that have to, you know, end up winning have to get a majority of the votes over 50%. But with this special election, I could easily become the next governor with 10%, 15%, 7%, you know, it just depends on how much, um, uh, how many votes I get compared to the other candidates since there are 46 on the ballot, but it's winner takes 46. all. So, yeah, it's 46 candidates. Wow. And a lot of people are deterred from voting just because of that. They're, they see it as being too confusing or, yeah. you know, um, just that being, uh, just that it being 46 candidates is, you know, um, enticing them to want to just not vote at all, <laughs> you know? Wow because they don't know enough about the candidates, but um, a lot of people are researching into those candidates. They aren't voting haphazardly. They aren't voting just because they saw somebody's name on TV or you know um, saw a billboard or whatever the case may be. So that's a really good right. song as well. I mean, um, as I said before, I'm really excited to see as to what actually happens come September 14th. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. I mean, you you guys are kind of uh, and look, let's be honest. There's there's a lot of attention all over the country right now. Some of that may be to distract from the special election because the media doesn't want Nick Wildstar to be the governor of California. I mean, that's that's a pretty safe assumption, right? Uh, right wing media, left wing media, they probably don't want either. You know, neither one of you. I know you're running as a Republican, but you're very libertarian and liberty minded Republican. So they're not going to like that. I know there's a lot of chat about Larry Elder, but specifically about Newsom, right? <laughs> <laughs> specifically about Newsom. What are the odds that he gets recalled? Oh, he's not going to. Uh, no. or he's not going to stay in office. He is going to get recalled. <laughs> right, 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 right. Everybody that I've spoken with, Republican, Democrat, no party preference, don't give a damn about parties at all, they are voting yes on the recall. Even the people that are saying, I don't know who to vote for, but I'm still going to vote yes on that day of recall so we could get Newsom out of office. They just nice. don't care who replaces him. I mean, it, it literally, literally could be a lame duck and they would not care for the next year because that lame duck would do less than Gavin Newsom is doing. And that's significantly more to the people of California. So, um, yeah, <laughs> if anybody outside of California wants to get involved, bring attention to what the failure, uh, you know, the failures of Gavin Newsom. It's not that hard. It's fairly easy. He's done so much um, up into today where, you know, he's forcing um, state employees to get vaccinated just to you know, earn a living and have a job. And I've spoken with tons of state employees over the weekend. And that's what they told me was the final straw. It's just them, you know, having to deal with, you know, uh, them being vaccinated versus them being able to earn a living. I even right. spoke with a gentleman earlier today. He said, um, you know, he was working as a contractor for one of the unions. And they came up to him and I guess they were doing a survey asking, you know, would you get the vaccine and uh, would you want your other um, employees, you know, co-workers to get the vaccine as well? He said no. Then two weeks later, they gave him a, uh, his final paycheck, you know. Um, so wow. exactly. Th those are the real stories that they're not reporting on right now. Right. That's what's really happening is you have a um, influx of people that are being challenged with having to get this vaccine versus them, you know, having to, again, wanting to keep their job. And it's putting them in such a stressful position that some of them are even just quitting, leaving the state and not wanting them to have to deal with the headache. 
uh, that's even more reason why we got to get rid of this governor because with the pandemic panic, you know, still around and uh, haven't been behind us, it's added to the amount of people that were unemployed even before the lockdown. Uh, he signed a bill called AB5 that prevents people from working as an independent contractor in the state of California, put millions of people out of work even before the coronavirus crisis. So, um, wow. It, yeah, this guy really is an elitist that only cares about him and his fat cat friends. So if we want to get him out of office, and it's completely obvious if you look at his relationship, what he's done policy-wise to benefit companies like PG&E, um, certain contractors that were providing you know, uh, services for coronavirus vaccination distribution, handpick them, handpick the company, uh, Chinese company to provide masks for the people of California, spent over $100 million, um, I believe double that, just to get masks when, wow. you know, you could have picked another provider or multiple providers. And why are you spending so much of our money on masks and um, it, it accompanies this mandate? So it's a way for them to use our tax dollars to subsidize certain companies that they, you know, built a relationship with for whatever reason. And um, it's a way for them to generate income during the crisis. So, so Newsom's um, cabinet or government, <clears throat> government that he's overseeing, you're telling me that they spent $100 million on masks? More than that. Um, they originally had a contract with the Chinese company and they were late delivering on that order. Gavin Newsom extended that order even after them missing the deadline. This company that he ordered the mask from, uh, again, was handpicked, no bid contract. And he gave them uh, over $100 million. And, and then after they finally delivered the mask late after the deadline, he extended the contract and gave them another uh, $10 million, I believe, or so. So... It's ridiculous because it's the amount of our money, taxpayers' money, we the people's money, is being wasted on, again, um, these crony type of uh, capitalistic, you know, relationships. Uh, that's really what it is, you know what I mean? Um, but how can we crack that's down on it? We got to get somebody in there that's not part of the establishment, that doesn't have any of those ties with those corporations or lobbyists or whatever the case may be and have an audit be done that's exactly what i'm offering to do uh, once i'm elected governors and i'm letting people know uh, the first day i'm in office we'll be conducting a public audit of our budget this will be Beautiful. done in real time people of the public will be involved uh, the state auditor's office will be involved but they won't oversee the entire project um so we can find out where our money has been going over uh, the past year. Not only that, but the past five years, because it's safe to say that this has been going on a lot longer than we could imagine. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's been going on for a while then. Oh, yeah. Um, after I confirmed with you about what you just said about the hundred million on mass, I put that into my notes. I'm going to go off on a uh, research tangent and try to find right. out what I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll probably be on next week's um, solo show if I can pull together all the details in time because that is insane. What the? What are we doing? What are we doing? A hundred million dollars on masks from China? Right. What? Why? Why? That yeah. that you talk that, about having relationships with um, foreign nationals. You know, uh, it's like. If we're giving American dollars to foreign countries, then we're not helping out the American people, especially when they're losing their jobs. They're um, not having the opportunity to earn an income for themselves. They're being propped up by way of stimulus payments and, you know, uh, a income system that's not reliable. So at any point, the government can flip the switch like they just did here in California, um, federal extensions for unemployment benefits have just been suspended so as of yesterday millions of people are no longer receiving um those ex 
unemployment benefit extensions. So Ca Cali suspended those benefits. No, the federal extension program um, okay. All right. has been ended. So now okay. it's up to California to either subsidize and continue those payments using taxpayers' money since, you know, there isn't any money. Um, right. Or they say, hey, we we got to cut everybody off. And if they do that, that's definitely going to upset uh, a certain portion of our um uh, of our population here that has been again in using that income to pretty much keep themselves self-sustained this entire time because they're unable to find work the edd has had technical flaws where you know they were fraudulently given away um billions of dollars in claims yet still had valid claims that they pushed off and now there's no more funding for it. So it's ridiculous the amount of government mismanagement that is happening. That's why I also plan on severing ties with the EDD, privatizing them and doing an audit of what they've been doing with our tax dollars um, as well. And I believe the the audits itself will expose and show and be the proof needed for the people of California to want to see some heads roll. I mean, it's, you can, you can say it just Love off that. assumption and you know, uh, what you see for first face value off of what they've done. But once you dig into the details and you got that factual data saying, look, California people, you know, you could go online and here's all of the documents, you know, uh, then yeah, at that, at that point, that'll validate me taking action against them as an executive. And uh, I would be commander in chief of the law enforcement in the state. So there wouldn't be any hesitation in making sure that these people are held accountable for their crimes to the fullest extent of the law. That's fantastic. I love that. Uh, to your point, we have the receipts. Nick has the receipts. And you uh, we, we have the it, it, it some of this stuff isn't you know it's not disclosed information y'all it's just people don't air it right it's right. people people that are not nick wildstar that are saying eh i'm not gonna look at that right but the, the receipts are there it can be exposed it can, it's out there for public consumption as long as we have people in office like nick who's going to say hey look this is where our government is spending our money this is what's going on and here are all of the receipts. And um, yeah, we, we need that desperately. It would, right. it would be amazing for you to start that and make that precedent in the state of California so that the rest of the country could follow suit. That would be freaking phenomenal. Right. Well, thankfully, you know, you have news outlets that are doing their due diligence that are, uh, care, uh, you know, doing the heavy lifting for me. I just recently, ABC did an expose about Gavin Newsom's relationship, cozy relationship with PG&E and how that led to some of the wildfire outbreaks in the state because a legislation bill that was passed, uh, AB 1054, you can look it up, uh, yep. it was signed into law that provided safety certificates to companies like PG&E to basically give them yep. a stamp of approval and they were able to make purchases of these safety certificates since they pretty much have the monopolization on it but it allowed them to use um equipment that had malfunctions uh, and right. that was outdated and that they knew was uh faulty and then that is what sparked the fires but because they were issued safety certificates they can't be sued because they're protected by the government so the families that have uh been victimized due to this they're basically receiving settlements that are attached to pg e stock so when their stock goes down they get less of a payment you know and so they're hoping that pge does well they need for pge to do well as a company so they can of course you know get compensation back so what I want to do is, since that information is already out there, PG&E is already found guilty in court for, um, you know, uh, nearly a hundred deaths 
They pled guilty to manslaughter. They pled guilty to felony um, arson, yet none of them are in jail. None of the executives, the company hasn't been reprimanded in any way. They haven't been prevented from continuing to do business as usual. That needs to come to an abrupt end and it will become government, uh, governor, because uh, like I said, with me being um, commander in chief, we now can take that evidence and we can take action, legal action. That's incredible. Yeah. What was the name of that company you just said? EED? P, G, and E. Power P, Gas G, and Electric. Yeah. Um, so PG and E wow. and SoCal Edison, they're the two main power uh, or utility companies here in California. We have smaller utilities, we even have some. Uh, counties where they have their own utilities. So when people uh, frown on my idea of creating a public utility on the state level, um, just already know it's happening on the local level. So what I want to do is expand that, just basically make sure that we do have a public option available to the people of California. And if we have our own public utility that's owned by taxpayers that we invested into and paid for with our money with our tax dollars right what now we get free power now we get free water you know there won't be any restrictions on either we don't have to worry about rolling blackouts because you know it'll be reliable and um there will always be the private sector there to provide you know the private sector option so you have multiple options if you don't like getting the free power from you know the california owned public utility then you can continue to do business with another uh service provider but to monopolize something that's essential that we all need in order to live because without power we're back in the dark ages right we needed to uh power our cell phones we needed to power Mm. our computers so we can have zoom meetings like these and communicate Mm. with people all across the world you know, so yeah. <laughs> you take away all of that, then now again, we're th- uh, thrust back to the dark ages. So we always want to make sure that we have access to the most essential things that we need in life, power being one of the main ones, and of course, food, water, and shelter. So my goal as governor is to cover those bases, make sure that we have those um, key essentials always provided for. Um, and not be dependent upon certain inter- entities, monopolized entities, right. uh, to provide that to us. Right. Yeah. I mean, we. I, I would love to see your mindset happen statewide, right? Mm-hmm. Statewide, because I, I, I feel like I can speak for 100% of Americans right now and that we all know for a fact that our power, gas, and electricity is all monopolized. Um, you, you don't have a choice when it comes to these entities, right? I, I know from, from my personal, speaking from my personal experience, there's no place that I've ever lived, city, county, district, parish, state, that you had a choice. It's monopolized. And right. that monopoly comes directly from government, government subsidies, uh, subsidies, sorry, mandates. Uh, and a lot of people, we, we get that word. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, no, you're good. You ain't got the Rona, do you? <laughs> right. Seems like you can't have allergies. You can't have a common yeah. cold. You can't even have the flu. The flu doesn't exist. No, that exists. You know? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Does your butthole itch? You got the Rona. Yeah, I mean, right. that's, that's all there is to it at this point. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That came out um, anyway. <laughs> it just came, I'm good, just, man. I'm good. <laughs> it felt like nat- that. Yeah, <laughs> that felt like naturally. You um, can't even take a test to find out if you do have the Rona because uh, the PCR tests have proven to be compromised. Also, yep. you can't even make the damn distinction between uh, the coronavirus and the flu. So the FDA actually pulled that those tests and uh, you know uh, recalled them and uh, banned them from being sold anymore because of that flaw. So we really are being um, fed a lot of information, but it's up to us to really discern what's the truth or not. 
you know, that that has to resonate with your spirit. And if you're a, right. a fear based individual, you know, some hypochondriac minded person, then you're going to, you know, allow that scaremongering to affect you into submission. I happen to be a person that, have, you know, I'm like, you know, no fear. So uh, it, yep. to me, I, I want to be able to always take that risk, um, even if the uh, virus was more deadly than what it is now. Uh, God forbid, of course. But right. um, in the event that w such a thing were to happen, you know, where outbreaks such as Ebola or some shit like that was out there, again, God forbid, I would still want to have right. the option of being able to go out there and fend for myself opposed to government telling me what to do. That I feel like is inherently antithetical to what this country stands for especially when we talk about being the land of the free big big facts so that that that's a great segue into a, a, another topic of discussion that's obviously the number one, i feel like other than afghanistan is the number one topic afghanistan is not an issue stateside for governors and locally uh, elected officials right it's a federal issue and so sticking with what we can actually take care of and the things that we can uh, have effect on here and especially with you in the state of California coronavirus and the mandates vaccine passports uh, mass mandates school mass mandates all of these things that are, are you know essentially and probably detrimental to uh, certain styles of living and just a way of life in general I know what your stance is but I want everybody to hear it when it comes to mandates in general vaccine uh, mask anything how do we go about that in the state of california because i know that the rest of the country kind of seems like that that state is lost in this <laughs> it feels like that somewhat you know like i said we have a governor that has already imposed a uh, um, vaccine mandate for state employees um, right. we already had one for educators back when um, California passed SB 276 and 277, which says educators and um, people going to school, you know, students have to get vaccinated. So I will be nullifying those as well once I'm elected governor, as well as banning um, yeah. any future mandates for vaccinations or proof of those vaccinations ever in California. Um, as well as get rid of the mandate that the governor just recently imposed, uh, which I believe is to take effect uh, by September 30th. So that's the deadline. So if you haven't been vaccinated as a state employee before September 30th, if we don't get rid of Gavin Newsom, then most likely you'll be either losing your job by then or will be compromised to have to get it in order to keep your job. Um, but trying to find an attorney that's going to fight that in a court of law these days is going to be difficult. It's going to be costly. The cheapest way for us to get some uh, justice and maintain our liberties is by voting in that damn recall election. Oh, right. yes, <laughs> to recall Newsom, get him out, and then vote Wild Star for governor. You that's know? right. It's that damn simple. Um, the money has already been spent, so to speak. But uh, if not, we're really gambling with our future here. And uh, I think we can't afford to do that any longer. The past year has shown and proven that uh, we can't be reliant upon our government officials or the monopolies that uh, they partner with um, to sustain ourselves. So uh, somebody corrected me here, said Pacific Gas and Electric. Yes, that's correct. So <laughs> it's some real general yes. like that. You know, they use these general names to make it seem like that's really what they are. But, um, you know, they shouldn't own the entire West Coast, you know, Pacific region. Uh, there should be multiple multiple providers and there will yeah. be one from governor because free market options is the best way for us to continue to make sure that we always have an option to uh to whatever is being provided to us. You know, whenever we got one provider, that one provider can stop. And then what? You know, California, we provide over half of the nation's fruits and vegetables. So this is why the rest of the uh, uh, America, the rest of the country 
needs to pay attention to what's going on in California because Big facts. if we stop our agricultural um, production and supplying to the rest of the state, you suffer. Now you have less food on your table. Now when you yeah. go to the grocery store, your food is going to cost a lot more because guess what? That food came from or through California. Right now we have over 40, over 40 shipping liners that are off of our coast that are docked they're full of goods full of supplies it's like that uh one that was in the suez or whatever is the suez canal or whatever it was called yeah. remember the big one that got stuck sideways and it took like yeah. a month before oh, yeah. he got it out of there but they were saying you know each day that it's stuck the world loses like four billion dollars or something stupid like that well guess what we have 40 of those shipping uh liners off of our coast here in California that are docked uh, or wow. that are, uh, you know, um, anchored down out in the middle, middle of the ocean. They haven't docked. They haven't unloaded any of those supplies. Uh, so I would definitely immediately want to get them here, you know, um, and get those supplies out where they're needed. So everybody wow. needs to be involved in what ha what's happening with, in California. If you're not going to donate to my campaign, because that's the easiest thing that you can do, of course, to get involved, no matter where you are, is put your money where your mouth is and, you know, uh, use your dollar to protest against yep. what's going on here. Um, or use your voice. And the way that you can use your voice is by amplifying mine. Um, yep. You know, because if I'm being censored and shadow banned on social media um, and by the mainstream media, then I need... Uh, the people to get involved, you know, independent media sources like yourself. That's right. Play to provide an avenue for me, you know, and the more platforms that I have available to me to speak, the better uh, chances for me to be heard. And it's sad that I'm even having that door closed on me yeah. by by others because I don't fit into the mainstream narrative. You know, you can't pigeonhole me as a as a hmm. right wing extremist. You can't pigeonhole me as some liberal leftist. You know, so <laughs> because my uh, exactly. campaign platform is cross party, uh, you know, appealing, uh, they definitely don't want me to succeed because I'm truly an opportunity for we, the people, to unite, come together, and, um, you know, pursue a common cause, get rid of this dictator, and get our state back on track. Amen and a women. Absolutely, that's phenomenal. Um, give me the uh, the the website where people can donate. For sure, that is wildstar2022.com. Right there, wild like an animal, star like in the sky. Twenty. Oh, there we go. Now it wants to clear up. Hold on, that. <laughs> Maybe I can my hand up there the entire time. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, now it's cleared up. <laughs> that's funny. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, that green screen. That, I've never seen an, uh, a non-issue with green screens. Yeah, it's always it, a problem. I'm a glitch in the matrix, man. Everything that you think wouldn't happen happens to Wildstar. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. But yeah, visit my website. I am running uh, a Labor Day money bomb, trying to fundraise fifty thousand dollars. I got about uh, three hundred, I believe, three thousand. I don't even know anymore. I'm not getting much donations, but especially with a week away, people are like, yeah, Why a week away. Money? you know, uh, when you're crowdfunded, that's just how it is. And I'm not getting, uh, you know, millions of dollars in donations from companies like Netflix, like Gavin Newsom, right. or, uh, you know, conservative organizations like what's uh, happening with Larry Elder and John Cox and uh, <laughs> this guy, Kevin Paffrath. He's some YouTuber or whatever, and he's a multimillionaire himself. But yet he's getting millions wow. of dollars in donations from other people. Um, so it's just disgusting to me because when people talk about, you know, voter fraud or um, voter manipulation and election integrity and all of this shit, it's like you have people literally buying our elections. And it's obvious. Yeah. It's clear as day. They're letting you know I'm doing it. And people don't even blink an eye. They still will stamp their approval of that candidate, you know? And it's like, come on, if anything, that should show you more than anything that they're sold out because they're willing to 
um, sellout to the highest bidder just to get that donation and say what's what needs to be said. You know, um, right. I not I'm never going to sell out to the people of California. I'm never going to sell out myself, you know, <laughs> no matter how right. much wag in front of me. And I've even been told that before. Why don't you just say what they want you to say just so you can hmm. get the money and support that you need? Nope, I'm not going to sell my soul. You know, I didn't do it. That's as right. And I'd be damned if I do it as a representative of the people, because um, if I can't represent myself in an in integral manner, then why even try? Um, so, yeah, yeah, go to my website, get involved, make a donation as soon as you can, whatever you can, because I'm still in the race for 2022. That's why the donations matter. You know, <laughs> when people say, oh, the election is almost here. Well, guess what? If I don't win, I'm going to keep going because we still have a regularly scheduled gubernatorial election next year. And um, come June, we'll have a primary. I'm going to keep on the campaign trail until then. And um, hopefully, you know, get elected next year, you know, but you can help in that effort. We got to keep pushing it. We got to keep pressing until we win, until we the people win. Right now, we're not. We're losing. Um like my man pointed out, you know, we, we don't own anything. We're too busy being dependent upon the establishment for everything. Until we right. gain some independence, we are continued to be servants of the state. I don't want to live that like that any longer. I know you don't want to live that no. like that any longer, you know? <laughs> no, not at all. And we don't want the next generation to have that live like this any longer anyway. Uh, you know, it, we've opened our eyes to the truth. It's our responsibility to take action right now, do something about it, and eliminate the issue so the next generation of Americans won't have to. Man, that's awesome. I, I, I <laughs> That is beautiful. I actually told some people in Clubhouse earlier today, I said, or uh, somewhere, I don't know, so, so many social media apps, but um, I said, you know, we, we, we may not see the freedom and liberty that we were used to growing up or that we are probably uh, entitled to by the construction and architecture of the constitution in these United States. But if we can get people like Nick Wildstar in office and, and then we can set the precedent there in California, then our grandkids can. Right. Exactly. And this right. is, this is super important. I've got three kids. Nick's got kids. This is why we do this. There's a, there's a high probability that we're kind of stuck with this scenario for a while, but our grandkids, our kids, they don't have to be. So stand up. If you're exactly. in California, vote Nick Wildstar. Donate to the campaign, campaign wildstar2022.com. Man, I know you're stupid. But, oh, nice. <laughs> I can't even do that, right? Look, I still. <laughs> it's like, it's like, the more and more you do it, the more you get, uh, you know. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I use this thing like five times a week. I said I don't I quit trying. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not tech savvy, but I am smart enough to understand that the system that we have now is not working. Uh California is in a dismal, uh horrible situation. There's no way we can continue with Gavin Newsom or any um duopoly sort of figure that isn't liberty minded, libertarian minded, individual rights minded. We have to get people like Nick Wildstar in. Donate to the campaign. I'm really glad that you emphasized the point that you're running in 2022. So yeah. even if we can't pull out the underdog uh, upset next week like, or this week, oh, my God, this is crazy. Right. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, wow, I thought it was no. I don't know why. I thought it was November. I don't know why. Nope. That's what September 14th. They bumped up that uh, election date. It was supposed to be sometime in November, and then we thought October, but nope. They quickened oh, so it. Wasn't wrong. Uh, yeah. So it's now September 14th. A, a little over a week away. Yeah. Uh, David Fight and I were talking online. I'm, I'm sure you know David Fight, Fight for Liberty. He helps you out with your campaign as well. Yeah. David and I are good friends. And um, he, he endorsed you. He was like, look, I actually endorsed oh, wow. a Republican candidate. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I love Nick. I'm like, what's going on? And he didn't tell like, me. I need to know about this endorsement. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, people out there, that's another way that you can support my campaign. 
give me your stamp of approval. Endorse me publicly. You know what I'm saying? Not just behind closed doors, you know? <laughs> Not just low key. <laughs> this go this is a, you know? This is actually, an, um, a, a, the, when I saw it, the, the comment I saw was actually, or the post I saw was in an actual left leaning libertarian group so he was kind of looking for uh hey come fight me about it or something i don't know they're like look i y'all y'all called me out on it i am gonna endorse a republican all right and, and uh and that's what I was like man you know what i'm pretty sure his election is in um november so let me go ahead and reach back out to him see if i can't get him back on the show again and you're like oh no nah, son my election is next week I'm like oh <laughs> wait what what yeah, we gotta hurry so, this up, man. Yep, we want to get we gotta, the word out there. Gotta yeah. get it out there. So, last and final thoughts, Nick. What do you got? Uh, for people to get involved. I mean, because uh, like you said, this election is one week away. People are still confused. A lot of people don't even know that an election is happening still. That's right. So uh please talk to people, let people know what's going on. All it takes is one. If we get one true representative elected, uh, it doesn't matter about political party labeling. The Republican, Democrat, Libertarian labeling doesn't matter. We need to put That's right. uh, policy over party and put people over profit. And I'm all about that, 100%. Uh, you can uh, check my... Uh, my resume you know i got receipts <laughs> all day right. long um and uh if we can get one true um liberty-minded person elected in an executive position you know we may not be able to get a libertarian uh president elected right, right now but a governor is president of the state you know right. we get a libertarian-minded governor elected then that's all that we need to show and prove and take this um liberty movement to the next level you know ron paul yes. was the first and only republican presidential candidate that i ever voted for as a republican i don't care about party labels i care yes. about what the candidates represent so i'm trying to take that ron paul revolution to the next level 2022 and beyond we can do it next week with this recall election and get things jump started here in california because once i turn the uh, California, the golden state gold, then it'll definitely trickle out throughout the rest of the country. Trust me. Big um, so please get involved. Even if you're going to vote no on the recall, please pick a candidate because the Democratic Party is telling people vote no and go just, you know, leave the candidate part blank. Please don't do that. Uh, right. Because so, that's going to enable the establishment to win even more with a lesser um voting block so we want to increase our voting block so if you vote no on the recall vote wild star for governor if you vote yes on the recall which you should be doing definitely <laughs> uh vote yes on the recall uh vote wild star for governor because he will be recalled it's a matter of who replaces him and again we don't need that much so Vote wild star for governor and let's go wild in California. That's freaking awesome, man. Uh, that, that, that's a, I kind of put you on the spot there and you just, you just murdered it, slaughtered it. Oh, yeah, I'll deliver, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm uh, here for. Always, dude, always. You are widely loved, right? Like there, there's nobody that I talk to that's like, ah, Nick's all right. I got a couple of very, them out there, you know, they hate Well, it. I can imagine. And I'm a tough ass. I let people know. I'm not your typical <laughs> politician, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to call you out. I don't give a damn Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. You fail the people, I'm going to call you out. Um, That's right. You know, I, I I expect to be called out, you know, and I'm not going to bite my tongue uh, about what I say about specific people. And I guess... They expect that, especially people of the public. They think they could just right. say anything to me and me not say anything in return. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, look, I'm not an elected official yet. I'll smack the shit out of you. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> once I get elected, yeah, I got a job to do. I might think twice about it. But as of now, <laughs> you know, yeah, you don't yeah. want to get on my bad side. So <laughs> that's what we want though. I want that attitude right, right. there. That's what I want. Real people represent real people us, you know, 
I'm not trying to be a, a facade. I'm not trying to be better than you, you know? And uh, it's sad that a lot of people think that that type of individual is going to be best suited to right. again serve as a representative. No, nah, anybody that's acting like they shit don't stink, I'm not going to vote for, period. Right. Because, you know, even Jesus himself had flaws. So if you're not try, if you're trying to be Christ-like, you know, then that shows me that you're doing your best to perfect it, being a human being. And, you know, um, it doesn't take much to do that. All you got to do is be a loving individual. And that shows through your actions, you know, faith That's and right. works. So um, I don't need to hear all the talk. You can say everything under the sun. It don't mean a damn thing to me. Show and prove. I want to see some action. And I'm all about action. Check it out. Check it out. We are going to see some action for sure. Oh, Man, yeah. Nick, thank you very much. Please go to wildstar2022.com yes. <laughs> and figure donate, donate time. If you're in California, please go door knocking, go do the things that we have to do, spread the message for Nick Wildstar, call him. Um, yeah. Do the or call, do the call, all of the things. We got to do all of the things, right? We talk about this all the time on the show. There's a thing right in front of us. Let's do the thing right now. It's Nick Wildstar right. for governor in 2022 for state of California. Nick, thank you so much for being on again. I know you're freaking stupid busy, dude. And I asked you last minute to come on the show. So thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, man. Uh, anytime yeah. I'll do my best to make time for you and, uh, the people Same. out there so i appreciate you for making time for me absolutely and um when we get past this recall and see what the scenario is either way hopefully what we're going to do is have you right back on like next week for a celebratory interview yeah. as the governor of california that'd be freaking amazing i get my great um, working right that <laughs> <laughs> and so um either way no matter what happens we'll follow up with you nick if, even if we have to uh we're, we we put a dent in the system this go round, and then we got to get you elected next go round. Doesn't matter. We're gonna follow up with you. We're gonna keep pumping your name out there, Nick. Man, you are awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. God bless and long live liberty, y'all. That's right. Amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Nick's very very busy. I uh, didn't want to keep him much longer than he had to be. You guys see how incredible he is. He's very intelligent, articulate, educated, passionate. That's important, right? We don't we don't need these lackluster, complacent ideologies any longer. They have driven our country into the ground. We need people of passion and people of colorful passion, right? It, it needs to be our, exploding with passion and intelligence and drive for for the people of these United States, for your county, for your city, for your country, for your state. We have to do this. We have to do this. Recall Gruesome Newsome. Vote in Nick Wildstar for governor of California. Um, I will see y'all tomorrow. Oh, you know what? I guess I'll, I'll look. Hey, if you want to, you can always get the thing tomorrow. Do the thing right there. Do that. Do, do that thing. Anchor.fm. Cajun Libertarian. Call in. Give me a call in for tomorrow night's show um, for the just a thought episode that, you know, I do solo just a few segments, a lot of fun, uh, usually pretty funny and uh, we have a great time. And so again, going back, download the anchor app and leave me a call in message. Follow me. You can listen to me on anchor, which spreads me out to Spotify, Google, Apple podcast, basically anywhere you can find your podcast that is growing exponentially exponentially i have almost 600 downloads and i just just started that i think two months ago it's a it's a great way to catch all the content with great interviews like nick wildstar uh spike cohen donald rainwater libertarian redhead uh the cajun and eskimo show from bayou's to igloos larry sharp uh, the martha boy the list goes on and on, and on. I, I always say don't do don't do that stop don't start naming names because you're not going to be able to remember everybody that's just incredible. And every one of my guests have been <clears throat> almost it just almost everyone absolutely amazing. So go download the Anchor app and, and check me out over there. Is you don't have to keep it open, you don't have to be there live. It's just um, a regular podcast. 
right? Regular radio show. You just download the app, follow me, the Cajun Libertarian, favorite me, leave me an anchor call-in moment, and uh, listen to the show while you're driving down the road, while you're going to work. Share it with other people. Very, 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 very easy. Spotify, Apple, Google, and basically anywhere you can get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to CajunLibertarian.com because at some point, Big Tech will most likely nuke the whole scenario. I don't do anything wrong. doesn't matter. They don't like what we have to say. They want Republicans and Democrats. They don't want liberty, independent, free thinkers, critical thinkers. They don't want that. That's bad for them. It's bad for their business. So download, or I'm sorry, like and subscribe to CajunLibertarian.com. You can also get merchandise there. Uh, we got a new shirt that's coming out like literally two days from now. I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's an awesome shirt. It's a meme that I made, and um, we're going to put it on a shirt. It's, it's, that's all I'm going to say. It's, it's pretty freaking awesome. If you just want to donate to the show, then please go to PayPal, CajunLibertarian1. Can find me basically guys you can find me anywhere on this planet i am the only cajun libertarian that the internet knows of to date or at least the only one that's going to pop up on your search engine because that's where this show has gone that's where this brand has gone we are international global i can show you the analytics on my phone for people that watch the show uh follow the page follow the profile comment on the show we just had somebody last week when we talked about this international he was like hey from the uk right get people australia south africa uh south america all over the place canada all over the place so let's continue to pump out the message of liberty through these platforms through these channels through this brand the cajun libertarian which is literally about seven months old that's really telling that, that, that should tell everyone, this isn't about me. This is about the fact that the globe is eating up the idea of individual freedom and liberty. And we have to continue that message. We have to. There are literally Christians being persecuted all across the all across the globe. All uh, women and children all across the globe that are being persecuted by communists and dictatorial regimes. We have to be the voice of liberty and freedom. You guys have elected this platform to be such a loud voice for it. We will not stop. We will keep going. We will press harder and further and do the things, the, the, the thing, right? This is the thing that's right in front of us. So this is what we're going to do. And tomorrow night, I will see you for the Just a Thought solo segment. I know I did that um, that episode yesterday, which I'm getting a lot of feedback on. Um, a lot of you thought that that was phenomenal. And it shows. The numbers show. As of right now, it's it's got probably over 600 views, if not right at 600. And I wasn't even able to to launch from my uh from my big platform, the Cajun Libertarian page. I had to do it from the new platform, Noel Olin. Um, I'll throw that up there real quick. So please, please, please understand that there's a high probability that the Cajun Libertarian page is about to get nuked. So go follow and like that page right there. That's me. That's my real name. I am the same person, Noella Lynn, the Cajun Libertarian. We are one and the same. The Cajun Libertarian is a brand. I am Noel. Cajun Libertarian is a brand that has a team. Yes, I did start that brand. I did create that team. But it is a team. It is a brand. This is who I am, Noel Olind. Please go like and follow that page. Uh, I did have something else that I wanted to put up. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Tomorrow night, you know, you got How Is That Racist? Always a freaking incredibly stupid segment, but for obvious reasons, because it's not racist. Usually, it's not. That's why there's a dumbass graphic on there. We also have the Kick Rocks. And we have the Just a Thought. And so I have a, a, a big night planned for tomorrow night. Uh, I did a huge episode last night that went absolutely bananas and incredible. Tomorrow night, we've got some... Uh, some rogue pirates doing rogue pirate things on an exponentially stupid and tyrannical level. And then we're going to talk about a Bitcoin billionaire that has mysteriously died. And maybe nobody can recover that money. Hmm. We will find out tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. Central 
standard time, which is in fact the same Cajun time, the same Cajun channel. I love y'all. I'll see you tomorrow night. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. I'm out.